this episode of A Whole Lot of BS, presented by Revolution Sports Performance. We are in part five of our Should I Shut Down series, discussing off-season throwing programs. Uh, today we're looking at the middle school schedule for the year. We are going to focus on primarily the trap ball schedule, middle school baseball as a whole is kind of uh, a fluctuating thing depending on which state you live in, so we'll focus more on the travel ball side of things. Overall, middle school schedules are more fluid. Different schedules, um, really geographical, uh, much much different there. More two-way guys and just a lot more variability. So uh, just always keep in mind that this will be uh, something that we need to be customized to each player, uh, even more so probably than the high school stuff. We will also touch on transition high school. want to look at and provide a blueprint parents for like a 30,000 foot view of how to take someone that is 10, 12 years old and progress them all the way through high school and understand the demands that their arm, uh, the demands that will be on their arm, especially for guys that are going to uh, go more of the PO route. So uh, excited for this one. Uh, again, more variability. Please ask questions. We're happy to answer it either in podcast form or individual to your circumstances through an email. Um, and if you could subscribe, rate, and review, we'd really appreciate it. We continue today with our series of Should I Shut Down with Part 5, where we dive into the macro scheduling for middle schoolers. This one gets a little bit tricky, uh, especially if you watched uh, last week's with the high schoolers and some of the guidelines we went over with uh, the high school kids. Many of them still apply for the middle school kids, so we're not going to dive into some of that information too much, along with the fact that I think you would understand the process better uh, looking at uh, workload over time if you just go ahead and listen to that video, so we're not going to spend a ton of time on that topic either. Uh, what I do want to address is the basic schedule. This is what we have listed for a 13U. Uh, team that we work with, and uh, then we'll dive into a few of the, the details uh, regarding middle schoolers with their throwing program. So um, for a lot of these guys, they are um, starting their season around the beginning of February, which means uh, usually games sometime in the first two weekends there. So um, they go from the beginning of February till about July 4th. It's 24 weeks. They certainly do not play 24 weeks in a row. Usually it's like a two two uh tournaments every four weeks type schedule um, or uh, every other weekend uh, so that goes on and there's usually a little bit of a break between the spring and the summer here uh, and then their fall schedule runs from uh, the end of August sometime around Labor Day they're getting started and they're going till around Thanksgiving same thing usually every other two out of four that sort of thing for the rest breaks they have uh, a potential for a five-week rest between Thanksgiving and Christmas there, um, and the other potential five-week rest break would be uh, end of or beginning of July till the beginning of August before they start having to ramp up for their fall season, uh, and likewise day after Christmas uh, they have suggested to start ramping up to get that six-week ramp up period in before their season starts in February. So a few things here probably stick out for you. Um, one would be the lack of a rest break that's really much time at all uh, as far as, as one goes obviously together it's 10 weeks that might not be bad if it was all at once it's not all at once um, and the other thing would be some of these ramp up periods are a little bit short so I'm going to start there uh, on a side note 
one of the the large issues that comes up with youth sports is specialization. We highly, highly recommend that that a kid this age, we're talking probably 11 to 13 you here, um, and younger especially, as they get a little bit older, specialization might need to happen. But uh, anyone from that younger age group, 13 or below, we highly recommend they play multiple sports. If they're playing multiple sports, that's usually their shutdown period. We have a a group that comes in here uh, to our facility and um, a lot of the kids on that team play football. So in the fall, that is their shutdown period. They have it set up so they finish playing tournaments in July. August starts up the, the fall football season. They play till around Thanksgiving. Uh, and then once Thanksgiving happens, they get back into their baseball stuff. But that's their shutdown period. And we love that. Um, having some time where they can get away from baseball, do something different, um, still have some competition, and still be training in a sense uh, is really good. Um, the other issue with this is a lot of these tournaments um, are set in stone. And so whoever runs the organization or the team is handcuffed in what they can do with the schedule. Uh, in particular, we work with Team Orlando. Jesse Marler runs that and does a really good job uh, developing arms, keeping arms healthy, uh, and um, trying to work around these guidelines the best that he can as far as something like Pitch Smart. But uh, he has condensed the schedule, and this is something we specifically talked about, as much as he possibly could without really cutting off um, some key tournaments. Again, that could be a whole other argument for another day, but he has done, he feels like there's no really other way to shorten the season at all uh, for either one of those. Um, so with that particular issue, it's really important that you get in a program that knows how to develop arms, knows how to protect arms, and is happy to take on individual cases uh, and have coaches that communicate and know what's going on. Um, if you throw 50 innings during this 20-week span, 24-week span from spring and summer, and then you have another 35, um, then you're up around, obviously, 85 for the year between the fall, the spring, summer, and fall. Um, the recommended amount from PitchMart, uh, again, which is the MLB-suggested guidelines, is uh, for a 13- and 14-year-old a max of 100 with a four-month break overall uh, throughout the course of the year and they suggest that two or three of those months are continuous uh, continuous break. Obviously, that is not possible with this schedule right here. Uh, four months off seems a bit extreme, and again, it kind of depends on uh, the individual case, and that's something we'll touch on a little bit more later. But obviously, if someone's having 85 innings over, those, uh, over that year, then the coaches need to be aware of that kid going into the next year, and, and also, if someone ends up throwing maybe 60 innings, in the spring and the summer, then the organization needs to be aware that going into the fall, maybe they limit him to a lot less, he throws two innings a weekend, and now we're at 75, and we've lightened the workload a lot. So there's a few ways around uh, issues like that, Um, and if we look at the rest of the ramp-up period, same thing. Kids coming off of 50 innings in season, they shut down a little bit more here, Uh, they ramp them up a little bit slower. Uh, and get him started more towards the middle of September and give him an extra month there and save him uh, for more of like a, a shorter span in the fall. And that's another way where they could really um, help the individual out depending on who, uh, you know, the coaching staff and, and if they know what's going on. So uh, the other suggestion that we would highly recommend is getting with an organization that is development first and takes care of their guys and knows what's going on. Um, each individual does need their own approach to the situation, as we've talked about. 
in, in a lot of different areas and I hope that's something that you guys are understanding. I'm certainly not bashing any of these guidelines at all, but um, different people need different programs. If someone is throwing 10 innings and 10 innings here and that's 20 innings throughout the year, their rest and shutdown periods, again, uh, much like the high school kids, are going to be very different. Um, so you have to understand that saying, oh, well, my kid needs four months off, I need to do this, isn't necessarily right all the time. Uh, those guidelines are guidelines for a reason. They are based in science. They do make sense. But you can't just blindly apply that to each person. Um, the other thing with dealing with middle schoolers is ramping them up for high school. If they're in the 13-14 U system, they're getting ready for high school, uh, which is the schedule we talked about last week. So some of these kids may finish playing um, in this date around the July 4th weekend. So you might finish 7-8 and then 8-15, you have tryouts. And that's for a high school travel team in the fall. Like we talked about last time, this may not be need to be the rest break then. This might need to be uh, some type of velo building or uh, intense throwing program to get them ready for competing against high schoolers now instead of competing against middle schoolers. If that's factored in in the, in the fall, we shut them down a little bit earlier in the fall and they can go from the middle of October until um, Christmas there then we get them two full months of shutdown and then can ramp them back up. So there's many different ways to do it. Um, don't look at this and freak out and say, hey, my kid's arm's gonna blow out if I do this, or um, you know, have that panicky feeling of like, well, if I don't play this season, then he gets cut from this team and then this happens. It's all right. Uh, we're here to help for one. So please reach out with anything that you may, any questions you may have about your specific um, instance with your athlete. And then two, just know that there are some um, adjustabilities to be able to build up and shut down certain times of the year. Uh, and communication is huge. Talk to the coaches that you guys play with consistently. Uh, do not guest play. That's another big thing. Um, if you're guest playing and you're playing every weekend, that's gonna run your inning totals up and put more stress on your body. And do not pitch for two teams at once. Uh, we do not have middle school baseball here. We have feeder teams um, where they play maybe once or twice a week. And so if, they're, if Johnny's throwing two innings on Wednesday and four innings on Saturday, not a big deal. But if they're throwing two on Saturday, four on Sunday, and three on Tuesday, then we really have an issue. So. Um, we highly recommend that you do not pitch for more than one team at a time um, and preferably don't play for more than one team at a time um, and that way this type of communication becomes much easier and much more manageable so again if you have any questions please reach out it does get a little murky with the middle school schedule um, but we want to help each person and we want to do what's best for the athlete so that they can stay safe and have the best chance to develop to a higher level it's like a thousand times better wasn't it yes were you falling asleep no it's like when you're like locking on the camera.